This is the One Thing Podcast, where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name is Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. We know many of you, discovering your purpose is a big question mark. What is that reason that you are here on this earth? You know that having a greater purpose behind your actions is what leads to extraordinary results. You can't get the right results if you don't take the right actions. You can't take the right actions if you don't know what your priorities are. And you can't really know what your priorities are if you don't know why you're here, if you don't know what your purpose is. Today, we are sharing a story of someone who is in our Living Your One Thing community. He mentioned on one of the trainings his recent experience discovering his purpose, and it was discovered in the most unlikely of places. As you listen to this, we suggest that you look at your own life and ask the question, what are the little breadcrumbs that are in front of me right now that I may be overlooking, that I may be ignoring? As you hear this conversation with the man you're going to meet today, you're going to realize why this matters so much. With that, let's get into this conversation with Jim Beebe. Jim, why don't you take us back to when you had that crossroads where you were looking up and realizing that there's going to be a massive change in your life? I lived in uh, Texas and was a full-time real estate investor and went through a divorce and moved to Georgia and uh, moved in actually with my mom. And after about six months, she almost died um, with a, a perforated colon, which made her have an ileostomy bag and the, where she had started losing her memory. Fast forward now, about eight years later, uh, she's not able to do anything on her own. She's mobile, but she cannot remember anything. So I have basically done all the different things for her. And I'm also, you know, looking for my own purpose in life and thought I could kind of create it outside of this role and then finally figured out, hey, why not just continue giving my whole self to her and start taking her to senior centers for 20 hours a week, volunteering there and seeing the the beauty of other social interactions that she's had with other uh, elderly people. And it kind of just blossomed me out of basically out of myself into someone else. And I thought it was, wow, this is an amazing realization. That's, it's not the traditional path of identifying that perfect purpose and lifestyle of my dreams, at least for here now, it's, it's like, it's right before me. So, so this is interesting because it- we always have this conversation of the importance of discovering your purpose, how it drives everything. And people struggle. They struggle to get clarity on what their purpose is. It seems like a lot of people, myself included for a long time, thought that when I would discover the purpose, it would be this thing that like the lights would go on, doves would fly in there, there'd be glitter, you know, it's like, oh, you, you know what your purpose is. And I have yet to meet anybody when they finally do discover their purpose that that was their experience. It usually is something um, much less sexy, but meaningful at the same time. 
what was going through your mind when, I mean, you, you've got a career as a real estate investor, this thing happens with your mom. Take me back to the moment when you realize you are going to have to stop doing everything that you have done your entire life and make your mom your one thing. I think it's when, uh, I don't know. I, I try to find my own niche while kind of putting my mom, you know, helping her out, but more of a, um, I don't know what you call it, just like mechanical, helping her and not putting my heart into it. And it's, there is a realization that, hey, I may lose her because she's really losing her memory now. And and so when she started uh, forgetting to do certain normal things like dressing herself and different things like this, I said, that's a game changer for me. And so then I had... They just switched my mind, and I started focusing on how to make her life the best end of her life that she could have. Started taking her senior center program and doing different things that just um, was really just all for her. I just kind of put myself aside even more, and uh, it clicked. I said, "This is this is amazing." And now I want to start my own personal care home uh, with a senior center and use the real estate residential real estate to um, to do that and to bring other people that have uh, memory issues and and try different things holistic I got holistic doctors involved I got uh, different things to reverse the memory issue and it's like wow this is amazing and it it allows me to love my mom you know until she's gone mm. now take us because this this conversation all started because we were on a, a training for living your one thing and you had mentioned something in the chat box about this would have never been something that was on your 411. This would have never been on your goals. Walk us through. I'm trying to figure out what the heck we did to help you, <laughs> frankly. <laughs> well, you did the, you know, the 411, you kind of have to consider what your ideal life is and then you move towards that. And that, was kind of difficult for me because I was kind of, I'm confined um, 24-7 in my situation. So I, I, I wasn't able to dream and it was frustrating. So I did the best that I could until I finally realized, well, I'm actually doing my ideal life by taking care of my mom. Just I can just move it to another level. And maybe move it into the community, maybe move in more people involved with it. So I don't know. That's how it kind of came to my mind. Hmm. What's been some of your biggest challenges living the one thing when your time is not really your own? I mean, it's interrupted. I I feel like I'm a, a, a mother to my mother. So I've never been a mother before. So I didn't I didn't get that sense from you, by the way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, good. Well, I just sense, you know, I just, I, when that, that thing happens, I just let it happen. And I say, that is my one thing. If, you know, if I get interrupted with her or with what needs to be done, uh, like yesterday, she set the table for five people five different times and she put all the dishes back. And so I just, you know, you run with it, you laugh with it, and it's just the memory issue. And so that interrupted my life. Uh, you know, I've taken her to the ER two different times for different things in the last 
three weeks. And it's like, it takes a lot of time. But I mean, that's just, to me, that's my number one anyway. Uh, then I move into planning out my personal care home, the requirements, the lease, you know, all the different factors and financial factors with that. I think, and that's that's the only thing that's being blocked right now. Do you ever feel like you're so focused on the future that you forget to be present in the moment and appreciate everything you have? We know that stopping to celebrate the moments that matter is required. And it's the purpose behind Java Press Coffee Company, who's the sponsor of this episode. Everything Java Press does is designed to help you enjoy a moment that you craft for yourself every day. What's unique about their coffee is that it's organically grown, ethically sourced, and is roasted fresh to order. That means after you place your order, they roast your beans and ship them to your doorstep so you get the absolute freshest coffee you can get. To craft your next moment that matters, go to theonething.com slash coffee and use the coupon code ONETHING to get 15% off your first three months of shipments. That's theonething.com slash coffee and use the coupon code ONETHING. What I'm hearing you say is you have clarity on what your one thing is. Your one thing is taking care of your mom. When those things happen, like resetting the dinner table for five people, five separate times, and you might be over there trying to advance movement on, on the home that you want to create, you realize, no, the priority is number one, mom. So the fact that that's commanding my attention, I'm acting in order of priority. And there's a permission there. Is that correct? Correct. Right. And it's her need. I'm meeting someone else's need. And I think I found a success or purpose that was dormant in me until it was planted in the soil of my mom's need. Mm. That's where it brought out clarity of mission, vision, and really ideal, which is really in serving somebody else with all our heart. That's all I'm saying. So it was the moment when you weren't doing something for you, you were inherently doing something for somebody else. Correct. I'm putting myself in your shoes with all the, the baggage and mindset that I have. And I'm going, all right, if I suddenly had to do all these things, I absolutely see how it can be um, rewarding. I'm also seeing the incredible level of frustration I would likely feel. What I'm really hearing here is this is a story of redefining um, and choosing your mindset more than anything else. Talk to the people who are facing adversity right now and are choosing to negatively respond to that. The interruptions, the interferences, the blockage of what we have put into our mind as the ideal life for ourselves may not be exactly right. And to maybe look at the pain, look at the roles, look at the the people in our lives, the things that are really uh, maybe interrupting us, that person or that circumstance may be the place where you find where your ideal life is in some form that can be blossomed and set yourself apart, and man, everything's going to change. Your whole paradigm of how you view your situation, everything will, will, 
will change. Not saying that it's easy, but um, it's just basically moving away from looking at yourself to someone else's needs. And I think that is where you're going to grow out of the pain into probably a lot of you're going to flower out and um, get so much clarity that you didn't realize you had it all the time. Hmm. What I'm hearing you say is staying open to possibility, to curiosity, not necessarily saying this is the vision that I have for myself. Therefore, that is that is the square, that is the the square peg I am trying, and I'm just fit trying to fit it into the round hole. But asking the question, what is the shape of that hole that I can fit it into? Yes, and you're already in it. It's the here and now. <laughs> it's the role God. So the other one is really not as clear anyway, but what you got before you is very clear, but it's never <laughs> developed. Uh, my, you got my brain doing backflips right now, which is, which is a good thing, Jim. Mm-hmm. Every episode we like to make actionable. Think of over the last years, their last eight years, all the lessons you've learned, all the emotional moments where you were very challenged and you look at where you are right now with the clarity that you have. If you could take that and challenge somebody to take a specific action, what would it be? What really switched me to be honest, uh, this has actually been probably within the last six months to a year is I, and this is just my example, so I don't know how they can apply it, but my example is I decided to pull mom out of her, our little house into a senior center environment where I'm playing dominoes with a 98-year-old man that is sharp. As you, He drives there, by the way. And they're sharp, and it opened up her. She's actually playing the piano for them. She plays the piano. And I saw just that one step exploring a senior center, which happened to be for her needs, not mine. That just, like, opened up the whole can of worms for me. It was just that one decision to move out of the norm into something that's kind of risky, maybe. I don't know. So it would be, and it's for someone else. It wasn't for me. It's for somebody else. That person that's in your life, who I don't know who it is. So is what you're saying to take that person in your life to do something for them that may not necessarily be the logical or social thing to do, but to do it because it seems right. Correct. And by the way, she was kicked out of another senior center a year ago. Because she kept looking for me and I wasn't there. Mm. So I, that was another obstacle. But I took her there. But I decided that I was going to stay there and be with her the whole time. And that's four hours a day, Monday through Friday. So that right there changed everything. And I found myself being fulfilled, too, not only with her, but with other seniors that are in their 80s. And I, she's 82. But there's several in their 90s, uh, but many are in their 80s. And it's it's just like, wow. And it just blossomed me, too. It's like, this is amazing. The beauty, the smartness, the humor. 
the history these guys have. It's amazing. Well, Jim, I appreciate you coming on and, and sharing the story and thank you for chiming up when we were doing the, the live training for living your one thing and sharing it. I, you know, when I saw what you had written, I looked at him as, and as immediately and was like, we gotta, we gotta talk to this guy just because, um, I love hearing stories where people end up taking their own path to discovering a life that has more meaning. And for the people who are listening to this, my question for you is when you look at the actions you take and what you do, why are you doing it? Are you doing it because it's what society says you should do? Are you doing it because you think it's what will get you personally ahead? Or is there some higher calling, some bigger impact that's driving the actions you take? Well, there you have it. My conversation with Jim Beebe. Folks, what we love about this podcast is it gives us the ability to have conversations with you, people who are living the book and seeing the type of results that they get. You know, when I when I talk to Jim and just to hear that when we're interacting in our Living Your One Thing community that he starts to get this clarity that his purpose really is his mom, that that is the priority. That's the reason we do what we do. It's the reason we have the podcast. It's the reason that we do our implementation programs. We want you to get results. The good news is your results are 100% within your control. The word is implementation. You just invested your most valuable resource, your time listening to this episode. Out of everything that you heard, what's the one thing you can do to implement it? What would the results be if you did take action and you did make progress toward getting more clarity about your purpose? How would that change things for you? The rewards can be massive and the opportunity cost if you choose to not take action can be equally as big. We hope that you will choose to make progress toward getting clarity on that reason that you are here on how you cannot just take action in ways that will advance you in your career or in your relationships, but that you also look, how can you take action in service of others? How can you leave that legacy? That's what it's all about. If you would like to come together with us for two days in person at the end of November, we are doing our first live event. It will be a goal-setting retreat that is based on something Jay Papazan has done with his wife, Wendy, for the last decade. It's helped them get clarity on many things, where they want to go with their businesses, what they want for their family, the relationships they need to be investing in, how they want to grow their net worth. We are modeling our retreat off of what he and Wendy have done for 10 years. If you think that you would get value, whether it's getting a deeper understanding of your purpose or having more clarity around your goals, go to theonething.com slash event. That's theonething.com with the number one in the URL slash event. And you can get more information about the event there. Thanks so much for listening to this, folks. We hope it added value to you. And we look forward to being with you in the next episode.